You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience, passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Today's episode, we have a great guest. His name is Quentin Harris. And I have to tell you, we've been having a lot of fun chit-chatting in the green room. You know, a lot of times I do this chit-chat, but I have to say, Quentin, it was just great listening to your stories already. I mean, I thought, gosh, we should already be recording this. But, you know, I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for joining well, us. I'm honored to be on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, you've got a great background in mortgages. And uh, like you said in the pre-show, just the stuff you were sharing with me, even how to fix the Zoom lighting on my Zoom here <laughs> was fantastic. I've already taken something away from our show. We hadn't even started. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Of course. So let me let me introduce you to everyone. Um, you are the vice president of the Northeast Florida for the Jacksonville. Flo oh, my gosh. It's so <laughs> you got funny. it. Yeah, VP Northeast Florida for for the Jacksonville, Florida branch of Bank of England Mortgage. Oh my goodness, it's crazy! Yeah, you did it. You did yeah, it. Yes, that's, that's, a, it. that's a long title. That's crazy. Yep. Um, but uh, so you run, you know, you're the regional manager. You're running a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, you're running this big branch. You've got you got a team underneath you. Um, I want to talk about a lot of different things, but let's get started with uh, a little bit about what you see is happening in the market right now as we're speaking on April 6th in 2023. What do you see what's happening in the market for you guys? I I am super excited about the opportunity in the market. You know, there's been a lot of fear. Um, you know, as we talked earlier, I think the combined experience of you and I on this show is over 60 years in the business. And for me personally, this will be probably the fourth phase of the business I've gone yeah. through. And I always feel like the business starts at a level of calm and then it gets from calm to to crazy or chaotic, if you may. Mm -hmm. And then as you get into that that chaotic phase, then comes the, the the consolidation phase. And I feel like we are in that consolidation phase in our industry right now. Um, but I personally, for me, being with a regional bank that's been in business since really 1898, I feel more comfortable and feel like there's more opportunity in the market. Um, as far as rates are concerned, we're actually seeing everything unfold that we've been forecasting um, on our podcast, as well as a, as a bank here. We're starting to see that 10-year come down, opportunities arising. But the challenge we have is just the inventory. We're a very purchase-driven organization. And, you know, here in Northeast Florida, our inventory is suppressed as it is around the country, but our demand is so high from the yeah. amount of people that have moved here. I mean, the net migration stats just came out. Jacksonville's number one. We've been in the top five for the last seven years. Our population went from a small major, a small metro to a major metro in, yeah. in about 18 months. And you see it on the highways. You see all the different license plates and the demand is just out of control. I mean, we're sitting on hundreds of pre-approvals and we're trying to play matchmaker. So yeah. uh, it's, you know, and once that matchmaker happens, that tends to be the rate when it gets in that range, look out. It is uh, it's yeah. a beating frenzy and we're seeing that happen right now. 
Yeah. Well, and I think that will keep values up, you know, and this is something for those that have been in the business, you know, for a lesser period of time that are saying, you know, oh, we're going to have a bubble. We obviously know we're not. We don't have the same circumstances that are surrounding that. And I've addressed this on this podcast numerous times. You know, I was in Orlando uh, doing one of my masterminds a couple months ago and you know, I was like, where's all this traffic coming from? I wouldn't want to be here. right? And I'm from Virginia. I'm in from Northern Virginia. So I'm outside of DC and our traffic is notorious for being, you know, we almost have 24 hour gridlock and it's terrible. And this is why I live way out in the country and I don't even deal with it. Um, okay. So you're very optimistic about that, but you said, oh my gosh, we have a hundred pre-approvals sitting around. And this is one of the 100. challenges that a yeah. lot of loan officers are getting um, defeat, you know, sort of this defeatist attitude or pessimistic attitude of, you know, I don't know what to do. I've got a hundred pre-approvals around. Maybe I'm only doing, you know, four or five loans where before I was doing eight or nine loans a month. And, you know, in, in a normal market, <laughs> in a normal market, doing eight or nine loans a month. How do you stay optimistic? What are what are some of the activities that your team is doing uh, to stay optimistic? Because one of the phrases that I've been saying to my students all the time, you know, lately is you have to be ready for when the when happens. If you sit back and just give up, ugh, then you're not going to be ready for when the when happens. When it strikes, you want to be the one that they're thinking about. So what are you telling right. your team? So in our vision speech we did in January to our team, uh, it was real simple. We said, for us, we're going to show you all the things, provide all the tools, and just go, go. But there's one thing, there's just one secret that I need you guys to understand and I need you all to do, and it's effort. Because mm -hmm. effort is the currency of your success right now. Yeah. And yeah. if you can put forth the effort to do the things that you haven't had to do over the course of the last two years and retrain yourself, because we got a lot of we got a lot of dogs that turned into puppies because of the COVID. You know, they were out there and they were used to grinding and going and that didn't have to happen. And, and some of those habits have backset. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do is say, listen, let's let's get back in our habits. And some of the things we're ready to do optimistic is that as rates kind of ticked up, if you may. Yeah. Um, we engaged our clients that said, Hey, listen, I can't do a loan at six and a half. I'm going to punt. I'm more of a, I need to be back in the fives. Well, we called them at six and a half. And then we called them at seven. And then we called them at seven and a half because we wanted to engage that mindset that, Hey, listen, these things aren't getting. And now at six and a half, they were going, wait a minute, we don't want to miss it again. Maybe we should do this. So re-engaging borrowers expectations, and then also constantly doing annual reviews with our current database. And I think a lot of people say, well, if I don't do the annual review by January, I missed it. It's like annual reviews all year long. It's, all year long. it's the anniversary year. month. It's the anniversary exactly, month. Exactly right. And, and the, annual the reviews. Customers, yeah, they love to hear from you. And okay. what you're finding is that, hey, I am wanting to buy that other home. I have had a life-changing uh, you know, moment, but I, I just waiting for the time to be right. And so you know, we started taking down instead of marking our customers in the A's and the B's or whatever category, one, twos, and threes, we started categorizing them at five and a half, five and a quarter. Yeah. Five, seven, five. Now, because now I don't have time. What we have found is that those rates would drop down. And they were only there for a moment. So now we know where you're at. When it's there, we lock you and then we call you and say, we're ready to go. And so that's given us a nice, you know, optimistic approach that people can see their future pipeline and actually project. Um, you know, we also work with two major builders. So that gives us some future pipeline projections as well yeah, yeah. and also present some challenges. But the reality is that's kept morale up and it's also helped that again, you know, that demand in our city is it's it's there. I mean, multiple offers still, even through all yeah, this, yeah. Um, that's really kind of kept. Um, and we never we never jumped on the refinance train in 2020 and 2021, even during the boom, if you may, 
um, I think the most we did was 18% of our business. We were just so purchase and centric that that really carried us into 22. And right now is, is paying off even further dividends. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing with your realtor partners? Let's talk about, about those for just a minute. And before you do that though, I actually, I just want to, I want to talk about one other thing. And that is that, uh, you know, I love that you're saying about your future pacing. I always call it annuity income, right? That we were looking yes. at what our annuity is. Uh, one of the features I always use was an auto lock feature through, um, somebody, I can't remember who our lock system was. Oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fade. But we always did an auto lock. So we actually just Pretty auto locked and then okay. called the client and said, hey, by the way, we've already locked you. So, so that we weren't scrambling for 20 minutes when rates went down for a whopping 20 minutes. But um, what a fantastic idea. Uh, yeah, awesome. yeah, just use, auto lock. OB. I didn't, yeah, I there you go. Optimal, Optimal Blue. Blue. Thank you so yeah. much. That's who I use. We use the yeah. auto lock feature. Okay. We didn't send it to the clients. We had it sent to me, just so you mm -hmm. know. The email, you can have the email sent to yourself so that you know it's locked, <laughs> right? Great idea. Um, That's a great no, idea. We just lock it and say, hey, remember when we agreed at four? It's locked. And you're going to have some fallout, you know, in, in your sure. pull-through rates and stuff, but very, very little. So if you, you know, engage your clients in that way and you're, you're looking at, you know, I always look at entrance holding and exit strategies. So if you're holding strategy, you're communicating with them on a regular basis, then that should be no issue. So I just want to share that. The other thing I wanted to share was uh, one of the things that I had my students do this year was to call all of their their contacts. And we, you know, we have a very specific method, you know, in making sure that we're reaching everybody all the time or, or nurturing our alumni clients. And um, one of the things that we did is, you know, what what's happening this year? And I'm paraphrasing what's happening this year. We're looking at this year and we're, we're uh, you know, wanting to make sure that we don't miss any opportunities for you. So what's happening this year so that uh, we know that we can set a set a time now, get you forefront in our schedule so that we can give you a call in June if you're getting married or if your baby's going to be born mm -hmm. or whatever. And we look for those for those life events that people are having so that we can. Uh, project what our business might be going through the year. So that's another thing that we did too. I just want to share it with you guys. I um, love that. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. So, um, so I can't remember what my other question was now, but that's okay. <laughs> um, oh, I know we were talking about one of the things, uh, you know, so getting everybody, getting the effort in, making sure everybody's mm -hmm. positioning, making sure everyone's engaged pre, you know, locking loans and, and making sure that we're forecasting all of that. What are you doing with your realtor partners to help set up sellers, you know, from the listing perspective? I love this question. Uh, this is probably the third time in three weeks I've answered this question. And <laughs> I love it because this gives me an opportunity to kind of draw to light what has happened in our industry and what's currently still happening amongst competition in any market that you're in. The ideology of someone wants to meet with a real estate agent, it's usually under the pretense of, Hey, I want to help you grow your business. Yeah. But what does that really mean? That means you're going to sit down and have coffee or lunch with someone and go, Hey, I need you to give me a deal so that I can close it quickly, you know, on time, all the stuff yeah. you're supposed to be doing. Right. And yeah. that's going to help you grow your business. And it's just like, help me, help you, help me. And it's the most ridiculous sales pitch I've ever heard. And so what, what we sit down is with is when we say grow, we start showing them the things that we're doing, such yeah. as when we do the annual reviews, here's the questions that we're asking. And here's how we're redirecting borrowers to real estate agents. Number yeah. one, we're providing value there. Number two, with your sellers, what we want to do is we want to show that the business traditionally is when the market is changing slash values. Let's yeah. do a price cut. Let's, let's just present that right away because it's been the path of least resistance. Yeah. I'd like to put an option in there before 
and let's talk about a permanent buy down that will be cheaper on the seller. Buyer yeah. wins, they win, community wins because we're holding values because in six months, if you keep reducing these prices, they're going to show up in appraisals moving forward. So we really try to educate and then also present uh, value and as well as different tactics that aren't really being used in the market. I mean, they are currently now, but a year ago, those weren't being used. Now they are because everybody's talking about them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, us. yeah. We started that like a year and a half ago and it was, you know, I kept, I remember the day that I brought up uh two, one buy down to everyone and everyone's like, what's that? And I'm telling <laughs> you, this is, this is people that have been in the business for 15, 20 years because wow. if go backwards, they don't know that we, we right. no one's had to sell an arm. What's an arm. In fact, I actually did a half day Saturday training for a bank up in new England, someplace, you know, a mortgage company up there on how to sell an arm. What is an arm? What's a mark? And what's this? Because it wasn't needed. You know, we for years we've said, oh, look at rates. One day they should be at mm -hmm. six or seven, you know, quanti quantitative easing. We got all this going on. And I remember when I brought that up, and I remember when I brought up a two-one buy-down. Gosh, when I started, we did five, four, three, two, one buy-downs because rates yes. rate one and a half percent. And um, you know, it and I think it, you know, we did talk about the two one buy down and offering we're we're now talking about that you know obviously with the the sell the sellers rather than reducing the price in fact we just talked to a realtor in florida the other day um don't reduce the price just to say offers being accepted this weekend the offer that gets accepted we're going to do a $10,000 or $15,000 credit you know, yeah. or seller credit instead of reducing that price, just that one last effort instead of reducing the price. So I love that. I love that you're out engaging um, with them, you know, and, and part of helping your business grow is not gimme, gimme, gimme. You saw me do this, right? That's correct. Oh, I saw it's it. Not, yeah. It's not gimme, gimme, gimme. It is right. how can I help your business grow? What are you struggling with? What are your challenges? You know, do you need an assistant? Do you need more leads? Do you need more, more, more? And how can I work with you to get that for you? And in doing so, the law of reciprocation comes back. So I, I love that. Okay, so so you started um, you started a podcast. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, you know nobody. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. I feel like podcasting for me is like the mortgage business. I didn't set out to start a podcast; it just kind of became. And for you, mm -hmm. that same thing happened. So you have um, a podcast called One More, um, you know, where you address what is that one more? And this is something that your kids have been involved, your teenage kids have started to be involved in. So share with us a little bit about how this started, what it looks like, who you're serving, uh, because I want our loan officers and realtors to hear this. Many of them are thinking about doing a podcast podcast. There's work in it. We have to make sure everybody <laughs> knows there's work in this. Oh, it uh, is. There definitely is, but, oh, but, yes. uh, you know, I love the uniqueness of how you're serving this. So share with us a little bit more about this. Well, you know, I, to start off, congratulations on doing this for 10 years, because to your point, it is a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. We have been doing this for five months. Um, I can tell the audience, this is a lonely echo chamber. Um, and <laughs> if you're not prepared for that, you need to be prepared for that. Cause you know, you've got all this bent up information and excitement and you drop a couple episodes and it's crickets. And yeah. so, you know, you, you better have a good social media team. Um, you're going to need great uh, producers and, you know, it's, it's also a crowded environment. You know, one thing that I learned right out the gate from our media team is there's over 4 million podcasts. I know only 300,000 of them are active. That right. means 3.7 are in the graveyard because most people don't make it past seven episodes because of that echo right. chamber I'm referring to, you know, and in five months we're at episode, uh, I think 47 today, we do two a week. Um, and it's important that the content stay out there over and over and over again. So um, the podcast is called what's your one more with the number one. 
and um, you know, we're on every platform. But the design behind it was, as we were talking earlier on the pre-show, every company sends out a newsletter. Uh, you communicate to your customers in some way, and we have over thirty thousand people in just our database alone here in our branch. And you know, we have a high open rate, but we get all these stats, and I don't really know what it means, and I don't know about the customer engagement. Even with our social channels, it's limited. So what we wanted to do was kind of provide value to our database. And how could we do that? Well, in a world right now where the news, as we call it, is not your friend, and 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 they and they really kind of do a, a they have their own agenda, unfortunately. And the facts are very muddied, and we want to kind of present some clarity in that facts. And so that's what we're doing. And so we take a deep dive into economic forecasting, also into the real estate world, and we speak high level to loan officers and real estate agents. But then we have some guests that come on the show to kind of break up the monotony that have nothing to do with real estate. Yeah. I mean, we do. We've had Barry Habib on the show. We've had Rob Christman on the show. We've had some great, great economic and mortgage people on the show. But then we've had the likes of John Gordon. Uh, we've had the likes of Damon West, you know, uh, big time names, Patrick Young come in there that are talking about, you know, growth, personal growth, life growth, life lessons. And so that's really been kind of a great channel. My kids um, really kind of pushed me to do this because we were talking about first about how do we stay engaged with our customers? And they said, Dad, you know, you've met so many cool people over your 22 years and you tell us about them all the time you should share that and see if they'll come on your podcast. And I thought that's a great idea. And I'm so humbled all of the solids these guests have done for us. I mean, they have flown in, they have come here, they've sat down in our studio. Um, it's been real humbling and I've learned a lot. And uh, I, I'm so excited because it's it's a way, it's an outlet outside of my day-to-day -day of what I'm doing. And yeah. people ask me all the time, like, isn't that like dual careers? I'm like, it is, but let me tell you yes. what, it's it also pushes each other. One yeah. pushes the other. And that's been a really big, uh, really big moment here in 2022. It's been yeah. a bright light in a market that wasn't real bright. And so uh, it created an outlet. And we it's it's neat when you have someone come up to you out of the blue and say, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm hooked. Yeah. I love every episode. And you're going like, wow, like, thank you. Like, thank <laughs> you so much. By the way, will you five star and leave exactly what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That just getting people to do that is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. But yeah. People people will, you know, have come up to me after, you know, I get off stage or something and they, they're like, you know, your podcast, you know, that one episode changed my life. And I'm like, wow, I because I have. I don't know. I've been I've been on over twenty two hundred podcasts so far. That's you know, incredible. with only with, I have two podcasts. Just so you know, because <laughs> I don't even wow. know if you know that. Yeah, so I, I have two that. podcasts that I that I run. And, um, so it's like, yeah, it's totally double time. Plus, you know, coaching, plus mentoring, plus masterminds and speaking, and you name it. It's like crazy stuff. But I think one of the things that that we want to share here with with uh, the people that are listening is, you know, what makes yours different from mine is that mine is targeted towards, you know, mastering lending, being mm -hmm. a master in lending. And of course, we've had people that have nothing to do with lending coming in and talking about, you know, how to how to read faces, how to, you know, body language, uh, mindset techniques, you know, Mark Victor Hansen, who's wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. We've had all of these beautiful people come come on because it's about life. It's all about life. Mm -hmm. What I love about what you're doing is that you're targeting clients that are, you know, part of your branch has 33,000 people, you know, all of the, the loan officers that are listening, their branches have that many, or they may have 3,000 or 5,000 people right. um, targeting them specifically and engaging. One of the, 
the flaws I think in the mortgage industry is, you know, all of the systems that we have and not to knock any of them because they've been on my show, not to knock any of them, but, but it's mailing, 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 mailing. And I call it the Heisman theory because what ends up having or a Heisman strategy, because if you look at the Heisman trophy, it's sort of like, stay away, stay away. I really don't want to, you know, I want to send you stuff, but I really don't want to engage with you. And uh, I love that this is creating engagement. This is, giving people timely information about what's happening in the market. People are afraid right now, Mm -hmm. giving them, uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic, giving them uh, strategies for life because people are rethinking life. So I love that you're giving more than that and, and even better. And yes, it's going out on social media, but even better if it's out on social media and it's not included in your newsletter, then you have fewer people seeing it. Whereas when it's in your newsletter, you're getting a lot, a lot more, um, you know, deep. Well, I'll say the word you're getting a lot more penetration in in the efforts that you're putting out. I mean, you totally are. Absolutely. Yeah. And so if you want your clients, you want your clients to hear you, you want your clients to see you, you want to be top of mind, then do something that gets their attention specifically. And it's not going to be from a canned email that goes out. It's just not. That's fine. It's a supplement, but it's just not. So what do you say about that, you know, to loan officers that are sitting and, and realtors too, that are sitting in the, their houses and going, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got to do something. Well, I go back. I go back to that effort. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, effort's going to be the currency to your success. And what I mean by that tagline is, uh, is this, it's just this. Someone told me a long time ago, hey, you know, me doing something crummy and not good is better than you doing nothing at all. Yeah. And I thought, dang, that resonated so hard with me. I was like, yeah, because I'm watching this presentation this person's doing. I'm looking around the room and the people are like, that's terrible. And then when he said that, I was like, he's talking to every person that's knocking what he's saying right now because they're doing nothing. And so my message would be do something. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's perfect. perfect. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. Do something. Be active and pick a section and, and own it. You know, and and you know, you don't have to own it by spending thousands of dollars. Just own it and be consistent. That's part of that yeah. effort. Just be consistent and know that results aren't going to show up probably till ninety days out, and they're going to be minimal. But build on your wins. The smallest victories lead to the largest windfalls. But you've got to build on them. Everybody gets so hyped up in like, oh. I lost that deal to that raid or oh, sparred backed out yeah. because of this. You know, we tell our we tell our team when, when they walk down the hall and they're like, man, this happened. I'm like, OK, here's what I want you to do today. Build on that. Let's try to create a top 10 plays of the day in your head. So when you leave and you go home, it's not what didn't happen. It's the mindset of the top 10 ESPN. Da, 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 da. And when you when you walk in that house, that's what your family hears. Now, all of a sudden, we got different mindsets at home, too. Not the negative of the industry, because everybody forgets about these small victories. So that's what I would suggest. Find your small victories, build on them. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So one of the last questions I want to ask you is, uh, you said something about a vision speech that you did, you know, about Mm -hmm. putting in the effort, et cetera. What are you all doing different this year? Give us a little behind the scenes. What are you doing differently this year that you haven't done in preceding years? Now, it doesn't mean that... Uh, one of the things that I can't stand is when people say go back to basics, because if they're basic, uh, they should be basic. Be foundation. <laughs> you have to it go back to it, right? It drives me crazy. Right. 
Okay, so so uh, but reintroduced a strategy that maybe went by the wayside years ago or came up with a new strategy. What's something? And I don't want to give that. all your secrets away, but no, that's okay. I'm, I, I love the fact we're going to share this. Yeah. So myself and three other people in our organization, we do economic forecasting for the bank. And inside of Jacksonville, we're known as the guys, like the local economists of choice. So like, man, these dudes are forecasting market trends. They've been doing this for six, seven years. It's we got to get their information and we got to get to them. So we launched a company called the Market Distillery. And what we do, though, with that is it's non-bank branded. And we actually partnered with the University of Florida, who's publishing our information, because in academia, you know, real estate is all commercial driven. It's not residential. And right. so we came up with a relocation index that they, they just said, we got to have this. And because they couldn't get the data that we were using from the bank to create that. And so we did. And uh, they've backed it. And now that has allowed us strategy wise to go to other territories in Jacksonville that were kind of considered off limits, if you may, with the market distillery. And we're entering with that. And by the time we present value and we show what we're doing at the end of every presentation, they're going, um, what's your day job? Yeah. And then we're telling them who we're with and they're like, I want to gravitate towards that. It's been yeah, a big win yeah. for us. It's been a huge yeah. win for us. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, and I think this this also brings up, uh, you know, multiple channels. You know, mm -hmm. I think that a lot of loan officers, you know, have all their eggs in one basket and doing just loans. And we've talked about this, you know, for 10 years on this podcast is <laughs> creating multiple channels of income. We should be buying the, the uh, product we're selling. You know, mm -hmm. real estate, we should be buying real estate, we should be investing in real estate, maybe we should be doing syndications, maybe we should be doing Bitcoin, I don't care what it is, maybe you should be doing a podcast as a means to, you know, monetize your your uh, knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe you should be doing something like this. I think this is just another channel for us to be able to develop business from and uh, I kudos to you guys. Wonderful. I think it's unbelievable. I love, I love the idea. I love it. I, I never thought of Jacksonville as a like distillery. When you said that, I think of all, you know, gosh, I, ugh, we have like 52 wineries <laughs> yeah. in my County and we have like four, I think it's now 35 or 38 distilleries and we have cideries now so oh wow it's just it's just crazy and uh yeah so as soon as i thought that i thought of that but i was like oh, i don't know i don't know if i know jacksonville to be like a big wine i mean we, a big we are you know it's kind of interesting the person on our team that came up with that he just said you know there's so much noise we want to distill it yeah we want to put yeah it down and i was like i love it I, was, yeah. I love it what a great what a great way um, yeah, we're, awesome. that's that's our mission yeah. out there yeah. Okay. So as we leave our time here today, Quentin, thank you so much for your, for your time and your, your uh, energy. I love your energy as well and your wisdom. Um, as we leave a time today, one of the things I do always ask everybody is just leave us with something, an affirmation, a mindset, a book, a quote, whatever it is that, that resonates with you, that you want mm -hmm. to tell, tell the one listener who's listening in on this and knowing where you think they are in today's market. Not what, you know, <laughs> what yeah, they yeah. think, but you yeah. think to the masses, so, boom. Yep. So I'll leave you with two uh, affirmations or thoughts, if you may. You know, this one's been with me for my entire career. It was given to me day one is that successful people aren't people with problems. They're people that have learned to solve their problems. And uh, the other one is that uh, change is inevitable. Participation's optional. So you you can you can change with this industry, and that's the only thing that is consistent in this industry. I, I promise you that is it's a change every day, and you know better than anyone here. Yes. So um, change with it, Live, go with the whims and flows, and uh, and enjoy it because uh, if you don't, you're probably gonna not like what you do day to day. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love that. You know, and and the thing is, 
anybody who's in this business, when you leave and go someplace else, you're kind of bored because there's, yet we complain about it while we're in it, right? Right. It's in our (laughs) DNA. That's why we're here. It's crazy. Yeah. um, I call it be, uh, don't be bitter, get better. Ah, I love it. I've heard that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thank you again so much. Thank you. Okay. So listen, if someone wants to reach out to you, what is the Mm -hmm. best way to do it? There's several ways, but what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, me personally, you can reach out to me, um, you know, on our website at boejax.com. That's boejax.com. For more on the podcast, it's at 1mpodcast.com. That's the number 1mpodcast.com. All of our channels are on there. All of our socials are on there. Um, and all of our episodes, everything, show notes are all on there. And, uh, you know, would love for you guys to check that out. If I may, if I may, one of the things I wanted to share that we're doing to get what you were talking about earlier, customer engagement, but capturing those people to your show is uh, we're starting a giveaway uh, to where we are going to give away mortgage payments each month. And oh, so wow. you have to Beautiful. register for that on the website. And uh, it's our give back to our customers and it's a give back to our audience. So for more information on that, please go to our website at onempodcast.com. That's awesome. And of course, we'll have those links available here in the show notes. So again, Quentin, thank you so much for joining hey, us. Thanks for having us on here. And thank you for listening. I appreciate it every single time I do a podcast. I appreciate it. I'm so filled with gratitude. And I appreciate the comments that you give me, the instant message that you give us. But take a quick minute, use that thumb and just scroll down to the bottom and give us a five-star review and and put in some beautiful comments about what you learned today that Quentin shared with you. And what are you going to put into action? What are you going to take action on? And with that said, we will catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets. Fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.